belong to the goddess You gotta watch your back Well, I beg your pardon Walk the straight and narrow track If you walk with Jesus He's gonna save your soul You gotta keep the devil Way down in the hole He's got the fire and the fury At his command Well, you don't have to worry If you hold on to Jesus' hand We'll all be safe from Satan When the thunder rolls We just gotta keep the devil Way down in the hole Classic Reviews, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 2, Episode 8 for The Wire, Season 2. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good second season, it's certainly not as good as the first, I'll, I'll put it out there straight away. Um, the uh, whole season with like the docks and the, is it the Greeks, those, those people, just isn't quite as interesting as, you know, the streets of Baltimore, um, is it Baltimore? Yes, Baltimore, uh, streets of Baltimore and, um, you know, all the, all the like exciting raids and all the like drug deals and all the like the rooftop photos and stuff that we got, all that that happened in season one is just simply much more interesting than uh, what happens here? This isn't. This certainly isn't a bad season of TV. I could point out several shows uh, that have had worse seasons than this second season. Um, and I've read bits and pieces online that, like, yeah, season two of The Wire wasn't that great, but it was still important. It was still obviously you should still you shouldn't skip it. You shouldn't just skip to season three because I'm assuming that there's things in season two that will affect season three, uh, including certain major character deaths. Um, just to kind of keep the note out there as well. All of these classic reviews uh, will not have any spoiler-free sections. They will all contain spoilers because, in my eyes, uh, these are all things that are a little bit older. I know this is newer than, like, a Back to the Future or a Toy Story or those sorts of things. I know that this is slightly newer, so there's less chance you might have seen it. But it's still what I would consider classic and still what I would consider most people to have seen. Whereas, you know, if I go to watch uh, a film... For example, like if I go to watch Elliot Battle Angel, not everyone might have seen it. Therefore, I do a spoiler-free thing to say, like, hey, is this good, is this bad, etc. I'm not really doing that here, so just to kind of point out, because there will be some major character deaths that I'll be talking about in this uh, podcast. Uh, so this, this is a warning for that as well. So, um, <clears throat> But I think that Nikki and, uh, or Nick and Ziggy and Frank were interesting characters. I could... Kind of, from the first moment that they see, like, the dead girls in the, uh, is it, like, the shipping container thing, you knew that, like, okay, this is connected to the Greeks, that's gonna blow up eventually, 
and like I couldn't necessarily predict who but either one of those th- one of those three characters were going to die I was sort of feeling that as the, as the show went on just because you're dealing with like these yeah these Greek kind of gangsters drug dealers however you want to kind of label them you're dealing with those sorts of characters and they're bound to kill one of you uh so that was going to happen obviously with this we have um i believe his name is frank let me just scroll down here yeah frank what i've actually got to help me out a bit more because obviously we have such a big cast of characters and i've only seen this once i've got cast which is what i think the show considers his main cast so like uh james mcnulty uh uh shamika um lester freeman um omar little all those sorts of major characters that we've already met people like andre or bubbles uh, no sorts of people, um, uh, or Bubbles played by Andre, sorry, um, and people like Cedric, and, uh, just a bunch of other characters that we've already met, and then there's a little, um, what's that, a little thing below, it says it introduced in season two, so this is pointing out, you know, Frank, Nick, and, and all those other characters as well, um, Ziggy's not actually on that little, little, uh, tab here, you've got most of the other characters, so that's kind of surprising as well. So, um, but no, I just think that, like, it seems kind of, I don't know if obvious is the word to use, it seems kind of, I'll go with the word obvious, obvious to me that they're like, hey, we did really well in this first season, instead of, like, literally repeating what we have, because you do see some Streets of Baltimore stuff, um, but you just see, like, a lot less of it, because this season is kind of split up between three different set pieces or three different places as opposed to two because you have the stuff with omar what little you you do have with there it's funny because his name's omar little um the stuff with him and some of the streets of baltimore stuff with uh stringer bell and all those characters and bubbles and all those people um and then you have obviously the police stuff with you know james mcnulty and everybody else uh uh shakima um and those sorts of characters and then you basically have the shipping container stuff or at the docks uh, with the Greek people, and with Nikki and Frank and Ziggy, um, or Nick. I'm going to keep saying Nick, Nikki, but I do mean Nick. So, um, that is his name, right? Let me just quickly scroll down here for a second. Uh, yeah, Nick, not Nikki. So, um, yeah, speaking of, um, Ziggy, not Nick, uh, the most shocking scene to me in the whole season was when he just, like, goes into his car, he starts doing that thing that you've seen characters and probably people do before, which is where, like, they f- are facing this, like, extreme frustration. Um, I think Jack Bauer probably did it in one season of 24. It was either season 2 or 3, maybe. Um, and they start, like, banging on the um, the wheel and that kind of stuff. But it's muted. Uh, or some situations it's muted, some it isn't. In this case, it is. Um, and he picks up his gun and gets the, like, envelope thing he has for the money to obviously hide the gun. Goes in there and just starts shooting. I thought that was quite shocking. Because knowing... Ziggy's character I thought he was just going to go back and be like Nick can you help me or Frank can you help me I've got you know this guy screwed me over or whatever so I thought that he was maybe going to go and do that um shocking character death this season uh again I have warned you about spoilers uh so yeah I already did that uh D'Angelo um Larry um I was actually Larry Gilead Jr. I think I thought it was uh yeah, never mind. Um, yeah, Larry G- Gilead Jr.'s character, um, D'Angelo Barksdale, was kind of taken out in, like, one of the most silent death scenes I've ever seen, where it's just, like, he's going into this room, he's, what, like, sorting books out or something in the library, 
this guy is like coming after him and and sort of scouting him out in in the library follows him in there and like it was the moment when the guy who killed him goes behind him and basically uh yeah it's that it's that very shot where it's looking at D'Angelo he's sorting out the books or whatever and the guy just sneaks behind him and you think okay he might like strangle him or something and he does I thought for like a couple of not a couple of minutes but like a few seconds like has he put him in some kind of sleeper hold or something like that or like just knocked him out but no apparently he's dead because that was what the end of the episode and in the very next start of the next one you see one of his friends I think it was uh Preston I think that's the guy who went into that that shop and he's like yeah I'm looking for like funeral stuff and immediately mentions oh like he hanged himself in prison immediately immediately you know he's talking about D'Angelo um I didn't find it quite as shocking as what Ziggy did just because it was so like it was just kind of done um plus the fact that like you kind of could have the suspicion of like is he actually dead um and although the way the, the guy who kills him stages it which is where he puts like the tie on the door and stuff uh and puts it around his neck he looks very dead in that scene. It was... I don't know. Something about it was a little bit more tricky to me. Maybe I've just been tricked too many times with like the Arrowverse stuff and all those sorts of things. Um, but, I mean, we had a death scare in the first season with... Uh, what's her name? Let me scroll up. With uh, Shikima. Um, and her getting shot and going to... But then, I mean, with that, it was more like... The, the first bit of the next episode was like oh she's in hospital in critical condition not hey i'm looking for flowers for this person's funeral so it more confirms the death like straight away so um omar i don't know why i was kind of told or kind of heard that there was more of him this season because there's actually a lot less of him this season um and uh yeah i mean like the the whole i can't remember exactly what it was that happened but him in the uh, the courtroom scene, one of the best scenes of the whole season, one of the best scenes probably of the show so far. I mean, I haven't seen season three and four, see, season three, four, and five yet, but um, I thought that was done particularly well. And he just, yeah, just carries himself really well. It was like this kind of, I mean, even in that courtroom scene, he's acting as if he's like untouchable and stuff, and he seems like he is. So um, I'd be surprised if he didn't make it um, to the final season. So that would be interesting as well if he did so um i thought that was pretty good but yeah overall with the whole like you know the docs things and then the girls being dead which to tell you the truth as well again kind of a trick with the with the death scene i was as um i can't remember who it is that discovers them um is it ronda i think it was ronda that, that discovered them one of the police uh ladies um she kind of goes in there and flashes this like torchlight and stuff and then you kind of see the bodies and I know when they show the ones that are closest to the front, you can see that they're a lot whiter and obviously more clearly dead. But when she shines the light first of all at the back, I thought like, oh, they're just like in here. And then you quickly kind of get the realisation of like, oh, no, these women aren't just in here. They're also dead in here as well. Uh, I thought that was kind of shocking as well. So um, let's take a quick break here. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. 
Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so it'll be around August by the time you hear this. Um, I don't know if Better Call Saul has got a August release date, but that's kind of what I've been hearing, which will be the earliest that the show will be aired, um, or it's rumoured to be early 2020, so we'll see what happens with that. But obviously, as I'm recording this in March, <laughs> um, it's just the way that it's been, I've scheduled all this and the way that it's kind of been spread out, because I'm recording these within kind of like weeks of each other, not all in the same week, and definitely not all in the same day, it's been like a couple of weeks that I've been recording all these and stuff, um, but yeah, by the time you hear this, it will be some point in August, um, so we'll probably still have a bunch of video game stuff, uh, speaking of August, they did, um, there's rumours that the Remedy game control is supposed to be coming out in August, and I do plan to have coverage for that. But obviously all the stuff that we're covering at the moment, like the DC stuff, Star Trek, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, iZombie, all of those shows will be finished by this point. Um, iZombie and Game of Thrones will actually finish their final seasons, because those that will be what they are for this year. Uh, Arrow will have its final season as well this, this year, uh, but that won't be till October, so I guess look out for that. Um, but yeah, once we come back with stuff... In October, it will be Walking Dead DC and uh, some of the other stuff as well. I don't imagine Star Trek Season 3 is going to be, or Star Trek Discovery Season 3 is going to be this year. It will probably be, uh, I don't know, maybe they'll take 2020 off and come back in 2021. I mean, nothing's been confirmed yet. They've only just renewed the season for a a third season so uh that's going to be out there as well obviously gaming talk uh we would have actually gotten past e3 um so maybe we will or won't have heard from sony it, it, it depends what they decide to do uh film reviews obviously we'll still have a bunch of stuff happening at that time uh toy story 4 and spider-man far from home will have come out at this point uh so check out reviews for those i'm assuming by the way i end up doing all these things because uh, there is a possibility that you listen to this in the future and none of this stuff has happened for for some reason. I don't know what that reason would be, but uh, look out for all of those as well. Um, and yeah, obviously Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, all those sorts of films. Uh, Shazam would have been out, Hellboy would have been out, uh, those sorts of films. I don't know necessarily if, if those are going to be like day one or like some point later. Because those all kind of come out in April and it's all just kind of stuffing April up. Because then you've got what Hellboy, Shazam... Endgame, and what's the other one uh, for April? I'm sure there's another film coming out in April that I've forgotten. But uh, all those are kind of coming out as well. So, uh, yeah, that's roughly what we will have been doing uh, on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, let's go back to The Wire and finish for Season 2. Um, but, yeah, I did... I mean, even though I've kind of said that the... Uh, Doc's storyline stuff wasn't quite as interesting. It was still good and it still had its whole like um, seeing the breakdown of Frank more specifically because obviously he's the one, I'm assuming he's the one that's in charge he sort of seems like he is um, and kind of having having all that happening and then he's got the trouble with like Nick and Ziggy and like the drugs discovery that happens with uh, with Nick. His girlfriend isn't written down here as far as I can see 
no. The, the characters it's got listed for introduced in Season 2 is uh, Brother Mazone, uh, Butchie, Calvin, uh, Frank, obviously, Gary, uh, got a guy called Horseface. I do recognise that character. Uh, I didn't know that was his name. Um, Dennis, and then Nick, and then Beatrice. Beatrice is the kind of new... She's the one that was like driving around the docks quite a few times, I think. Uh, Sergi, he's, his photo is him in prison or something. Uh, and then, uh, Spiros, he's, uh, I, I recognise him as kind of the leader of these, of these Greeks. Uh, and probably the one that did kill, um, Frank as well. Um, ultimately I still think this season was a little bit too long. There was a couple of episodes where I was like, hey, more stuff's happening to Frank, more stuff's happening to Ziggy, and, uh, Nick is still trying to win his girlfriend around and convince her that she's making the right decisions, and then, oh, look, he's, uh, got these drugs discovered and all that kind of stuff, um... So, I mean, that stuff was still kind of interesting. It was just a slight bit stretched out. Not in, like, a Flash season 23 episodes stretched out with, like, a bunch of filler episodes. But there was some, like, sort of filler stuff. Um, and then there was some other, just some other bits and pieces in there as well. There was a lot of, like, um, I mean, the whole, um, what was it, container tracking thing. I found that quite interesting, but that did go on a long time. But then again, once they first set that up, they're like, hey, we're going to have to look through, like, quite a few of these. I don't remember exactly what number they gave. Was it, like, a thousand or something? Um, they gave that... So they gave that information straight away as to, like, okay, we're setting this up, but this is going to be happening for a long time. So uh, that was in there as well. But I quite enjoyed seeing that. And then it, when you see the little... Uh, graph thing dropped down for like the containers and then them saying like oh we got one I thought that was that was kind of cool as well and then that connecting to this is kind of a decent segue uh, where are the characters Thomas and where is the other guy where did he go Thomas and where's Seth Gilliam's character can't find him listed here oh Ellis Ellis and um, Thomas of course the good old uh, body buddy cop stuff um i was kind of thinking when i was watching a couple of their scenes and like how funny they can be and how like random their kind of comedy is about like oh you think i'm fat because i'm eating these chips or just like random stuff like that i thought was pretty good because it wasn't there the one scene where like they're uh well i say he's i i think ellis is to thomas like um or herc it's got his kind of middle name or, or or whatever listed there um was it? I think they were like doing a, a like scoping out the area or whatever, and they were in the car outside as opposed to at the window with the with the camera. <clears throat> and um, what was it? He kind of said to him like, "Oh, you're eating chips again." And Thomas is like, "Oh, you're calling me fat." And then they have a debate about that, and you see this car kind of go by. I thought that was that was kind of interesting as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been uh, when I looked it up last time, it said 2002 to 2008, so it's been 11 years since the wire's been on the air. Could we have a Thomas and Ellis uh, buddy cop spin-off? It doesn't necessarily have to be aimed at comedy because they do have... Uh, you could have this interesting mix of them like going in, kicking doors down, raiding houses and uh, you know, saying what they've got to say for the raid in terms of who they're uh, looking, looking for and stuff. Um, but then you can get the moments of like they're scoping out some area or they're looking at a car and then one of them makes a joke about uh, the other one being fat or one of them saying something or, or something like that um i think that would be pretty good as well i know seth is currently on uh the walking dead as father gabriel 
Um, but uh, I've not seen the actor who plays Thomas on much before. He looks a little bit like uh, is Dean Norris from Breaking Bad, the one who played uh, Hank. Um, he he kind of looks a bit like him as well. But no, I'd be I'd be up for that. I think that would be pretty cool. So, um, what else do I want to talk about? I mean, there's other interesting characters here. Like um, his name is listed as uh, Proposition Joe Stewart. I do recognize the character. Some of these guys like they have names, but I don't remember them too well because there's like what thirty characters in the show or something. Uh, people like Roland uh, Perez. He was kind of interesting to. I mean, he's kind of just. They're sort of, uh, people like Roland are more sort of the just additions to the police force and they're just kind of in there as well. Um, so Roland's kind of interesting but not as interesting as um, people like, you know, obviously James McNulty and uh, Shakima and those sorts of characters. Um, and then you've got other characters still kind of thrown in there like William, Lester, uh, Cedric. I did like Cedric a bit more this season. Uh, I don't know quite why but I just enjoyed him bit more or enjoyed his scenes a bit more this season uh you got william in there uh you've got where's that other guy listed uh jay landsman he's the um one of the ones that is normally at his desk um so he's in there obviously stringer bell or russell stringer bell uh idris elba's character still in there for the season so yeah, overall, I still really enjoyed the season. I am going to take a break now, and the, the next episode won't be for The Wire Season 3, because I won't be watching it yet. Uh, but yeah, I want to take a break from this and catch up on some, some Netflix stuff and some other shows, because uh, I've literally put off watching everything else, and I've only been watching like podcast stuff, so like The Walking Dead, DC, Star Trek, those sorts of shows, and The Wire. That's basically all I've been watching, so I want to kind of take a break and uh, and check out some of the other shows that um, that I've got that I'm wanting to watch at the moment. Um, th- there was nothing about season two that made me want to like stop, because I do still, I will still finish the series and I will definitely jump onto season three. I just want to take a break and then I'll, I'll come back. Um, I don't know if season three necessarily I'll have for classic reviews, but I think as I'm going along and collecting each season, I should probably do that because there's only five seasons as well. So uh, yeah, I'm going to take a break from the show, catch up with this, with some other stuff, and then return to this at some point. Uh, I might even come back to the show as early as like the summer. I I don't know. So um, what else did I want to talk about? You got William who's 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 still in there. He's still doing his thing, but. Yeah, I, I feel like now that I'm looking at D'Angelo and how kind of... I don't know, because he became kind of a slightly smaller character in the season. Because once he was killed off, you got a lot less in the prison scenes. And you got more of just the you know, the phone call stuff. So like when Stringer Bell goes to, uh, to visit people on, and those sorts of characters. Um... And when, like, uh, Morris, I think he's... I can see him listed here. I think he's one of the uh, lawyers and those sorts of characters. Um, like, when you go in... Yeah, it's... I don't know. It, it just didn't affect me as much as, like, Ziggy just running into the shop and shooting. Because to me, that has slightly more consequence. I mean, it did, because Ziggy ended up in, in prison at the end of the season. Um, I liked kind of how they left um, Nick. It's like, yeah, Frank's... Uh, died and I assume the dock thing was shut down it looked like it kind of was anyway um or there was like one other guy there left and he was just like kind of walking off but it didn't seem like the usual kind of work day was was happening so I think that they shut it down at least I don't expect to see the docks in season three I expect to see something new or something different again so um yeah it it, it just didn't really shock me as much as the whole Ziggy just like because I I thought that scene was just going to end with you know he's been screwed over by this other Greek guy 
and then he goes into his car. I thought he was just going to drive off, and then we'd cut back to like McNulty or some somebody like that. So, um, yeah, and just the way like because his character's a bit more clumsy, and you think like, oh my god, how's he gonna like, how is he gonna deal with this situation, and what is he gonna do? Um, I didn't expect him to kill anyone. I I mean. Because, like, he goes in the shop and starts shooting up the place. And I'm like, okay, what is his goal here? Is he going in there to, like, fire a couple of shots, threaten this guy, maybe get the money back? Because um, that was what he screwed him over, wasn't it? It was like, hey, you took, like, a week longer to do this. And um, I'm not going to give you, like, the full money or whatever. And then he just went back in there and shot. But, yeah, I, I just found that more shocking than D'Angelo's death. So, I mean, it's a shame to lose him. Because I think D'Angelo uh, had a lot more potential with screen time and... That sort of stuff, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, both of those characters have effectively been written out. I mean, you could see Nick going and visiting uh, Ziggy in the prison. Maybe you could you could probably see some of that stuff. But we shall see what happens with that. Obviously, some of you guys probably know because again, the show ended eleven years ago. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, that's that's roughly my thoughts on season two of The Wire. Not as good as the first, but certainly not bad. It was still good, still very entertaining, and did have some shocking moments, but, um, yeah, I'm curious to see what the main actual plot will be for season three, because you've effectively got rid of the docking stuff, and, I mean, will they go more with Stringer Bell, and do, do go a little bit more back to season one kind of stuff? We shall see, so, um, and yeah, somebody else that kind of got pushed aside a bit was, um, Bubbles, where's where's he gone? On here, yeah. Um, I I wanted to see a little bit more of him maybe in this season. Um, but like he just ended up just again back on the streets and stuff, which I thought was a bit disappointing considering in the first season you know he goes to Shakima and he's like, hey, I just want a mattress and a place to live and and like I want to try and get clean and he clearly fails at that. So I mean he can't help it; he's an addict and that sort of stuff. So. Uh, who else did I want to talk about? Rhonda, she's still kind of interesting. James McNulty, I'm, I've not really mentioned him because, again, he's kind of just thrown in there with the police force stuff. Although, him, like, crashing that car was kind of, um, I mean, I didn't really fear for James. I didn't think he was going to die necessarily, but I was like, okay, what what is he doing here, <laughs> sort of thing. Uh, so that was good as well. Who's the other character I wanted to talk about? Let's scroll down. His name, the brother, uh, not the brother, brother Mazone, uh, goes up to one of those drug dealers on the streets or whatever, and like like threatens him or something, and then he shoots him with some sort of pellet thing. I can't remember what he explained that the bullet was, but I thought that was pretty interesting. It was so. Um, if you guys have seen Breaking Bad, it was very Gus Fring, like, the way that he dealt with when Omar, uh, came in and shot him. Just the way he was very kind of, um, I mean, Gus didn't do anything similar to that in Breaking Bad, but it was more the fact of, like, him being this straight sort of, okay, this is what this is, and, like... I don't know, I found that scene kind of interesting, the way they both kind of played that, and then Omar obviously decided not to kill him, which I thought was good, because I'd like to see more of that character, uh, or more of both of those characters in Season 3, so we'll see where that goes as well. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on The Wire for Season 2. Good season, not as good as the first, but uh, we'll see where Season 3 takes us, and that's all I've got to say for the second season. 
Uh, if you want to check out all the rest of the content that we've got, entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. Uh, if you want to send in feedback, if you have thoughts on either Season 1 or 2, now that the Season 1 and Season 2 podcasts are out there, obviously you can discuss things that maybe I've missed, maybe I didn't talk about, maybe something that you're more interested in than what I am, or something of, of that nature. Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's the contact page as well. There's also the information which should be in your show notes. So you can check that out as well. Uh, what else is there? If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds. Please rate, review, and subscribe to those as well. Um, and yeah, lastly, probably the most important or like the best way to support us, uh, the one that I the one that I kind of recommend out of all of them, uh, word of mouth. Tell your friends, family, people that you know, people maybe you work with. If you see people talking about these TV shows, video games, and films on Facebook, online, on social media, any of that sort of stuff, be, please be sure to mention us uh, if we have covered something, you know, that sort of thing. Um, share the posts on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to do so. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's how you can support Entertainment Talk and the podcast. If you want to watch me, Robert or David play different video games, me and David have got Twitch streaming channels, Robert's got one on Mixer. Uh, and I'll probably see you all for season three for uh, Classic Reviews. Um, yeah, Classic Reviews season three will possibly have The Wire season three in there. It depends when I, because I'm probably not going to do season three until next year, and I don't really want to watch. The wire in like two months and then do a podcast next year so i'll see i'll try and work out what to do with that uh and that sort of thing so we'll see what happens um but yeah i'll obviously see you for i'm planning to have two more episodes so 10 episodes and they're split five and five and then i will do a, a season two rankings so i guess it'll be six episodes in kind of the second part but uh i'm aiming to do two more episodes um and i've kind of got planned what i'm going to do for those so i uh, look out for those next week and the week after uh, but thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.